here I serve is a God full of power. And you and I, we should desire that power from God Almighty. So we're going to talk about the power of God and how we can access that power. And when we have that power of God, so many things in our lives will begin to see dominion, control over it. We all want control over situations. We all want control over satanic manipulations. We all want control over the things that the enemy is doing in our lives. That we feel powerless. We feel like God, we're not able. But we serve a God that the Bible said, greater is He. Greater is He. The Holy Spirit in us than what, whatever power are in this world. There are powers that are in this world. There are powers in this community. There are powers in our household. There are powers in our family. There are powers fighting us. The Bible says you and I will not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, and weakness in high places. Power for power. God wants to give us power to move to the next dimension of our life. Icon chapter 3 verse 8. The Spirit has filled me with power, goodness, and strength. So I can tell Jacob about his crime. And so I can tell Israel about his sin. Stop there. Michael was a servant of God. He was a prophet of God. He was a messenger of God. And God commissioned this man to do something. To call out the sins, the transgressions of the children of Israel. You need boldness to do that. You need courage to do that. To stand and tell people that what you're doing is wrong. This morning, while I was doing my devotion, I came across the same spirit that was in Micah was found in John the Baptist. The reason why they beheaded John the Baptist was because he was a man of courage and spoke the truth honestly without any fear of any man. Any fear, first of all, if God can help us not to fear principalities and, and, and powers, the fear of men is nothing. So another, the reason why we are afraid of people is because we are still afraid of Satan. Because who are human beings? Jesus said, I will tell you who to fear. He said, fear who can kill your body and determine where you're going to spend the rest of your soul. He said, don't fear who can kill the body, but he cannot kill the soul. Satan can't kill your soul. Human beings can kill your soul. But I like the fact that the Bible said, but truly I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. That's what it says. I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. 
And the Bible also said, for God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of what? Power. Power. We live in a conflicted world. That is what it says. It said, but I am full of power. He was full of power by who? By the Holy Spirit, not by himself. So the power you and I are going to possess is not from us. That power is already in us. The first time when we give our life to Christ, the Spirit of God that possesses the power of God, that possesses the wisdom of God, is in us. Greater is He in us. Greater is the power in us. Greater is the capacity in us. Greater is the ability, the wisdom, the strength and the energy in us than the powers in this world. That occultic power, that witchcraft power, that the power of the government, that the power of the rich people, that the power of the celebrities combined. And let's go to Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. What does it say? So the power is not from us. The power that we're talking about in this context is not physical strength that we possess. It's not the knowledge that the human knowledge that we have. No. Our power comes from God Almighty. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Usually, mountain talks about a kingdom, a dominion, a territory, a power. So the angel of the Lord visited this man of God. He was saying, he showed him a statue. And then he said, do you know what you have seen? The man of God said, I have no clue what I have seen. And he said, this is the word of the Lord to you. Not from the angel. Not from the angel. Not from the angel. We are reading the word of God. And whatever the word of God says is what you and I should take out of this place tonight. That is going to be our source of power. Not the words of anybody. Not my words. If an angel can say, these are the words of the Lord, not my own accord, no my own making, but these are the words of the Lord to you. So what we are reading, based on the word of God, it says, it's not by mind, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And then the angel of the Lord said, who are you, O great mountain? God acknowledge your powers. God acknowledge your powers, your principalities. Your powers fighting you. Your powers fighting this church. Your powers in our family. Your powers are fighting us. 
He called them all good mountain. But the Lord said, man of God, it's not by your strength. It's not by the horses. It's not by the army. Because our weapon, they're not cannon. They're powerful. To do what? To pull down strongholds. And the word of God, your spirit and your life, they're powerful. They're full of power. It's by the grace of God. You and I will have that victory. Grace! Grace! For victory. Grace! For dominion. Grace! To move to the next dimension. I like the humility of the servant of God. God, I do not know! God, I do not know! We've come to the point in our life, some of us see God, we don't know what to do. We have tried all kind of means. We have used our own abilities, but our own abilities have failed us. So great are the mountains before us. So great are the visions you have given us. But how can we accomplish them? So great are your promises we have heard. But how can they be accomplished? But Jesus said, if you and I can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you have faith like a master seed and say to the mountain, be moved, cast into the sea, no doubt there is possible. Usually when the Bible talks about mountains, it talks about mountains, oppositions. Oppositions that stand in your way. Physically, you cannot move a mountain. That's how great that opposition is. A mountain is a spiritual opposition. That is bigger than you. Because if we look at mountain in the physical sense, Boris, you cannot move any mountain. No matter how many people you have. Physically, if you cannot overcome a physical mountain, how can you overcome a spiritual mountain? God acknowledge the powers that we are fighting that you are powerful. Because it is God who gave them power. And they acknowledge that they are powerful humans. And God is not expecting you and I to fight against such power in our own human strength. That's foolishness. We have no position. What God wants to do in your life, what God wants to do in this ministry, there's no position. We're going to overcome those oppositions tonight. And the Lord said to Satan, Lord Joshua, but the Lord, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you. This Jesus that we serve is not just a good shepherd. He is a mighty warrior. The captain of the army of the Lord. Jesus that we serve. He's going to come again. He's going to come as the great judge. Fire in his eyes. This loving Jesus. This good teacher. He's also dangerous. You know what he said? He said, I'm the good shepherd. I lay my life down. 
He said, when, he said, he said, no one will snatch, no one will snatch my sheep from me. He said, I will build my church and the gates. The word gates means authority, power. He said, I will build my church. No power, no authority will prevail, overcome it. So when Jesus is building your life, or when Jesus wants to build this ministry, there are going to be oppositions. They are going to come. But they're not going to do what? Prevail. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. The Lord who has chosen us in this ministry. The Lord who has chosen you for greatness. The Lord who has chosen you to fulfill your destiny. And he said, Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. This, this, this is grace. This is grace. Remember when Isaiah went to heaven in the presence of the Lord. Isaiah was like, who am I? I have a filthy mouth. Isaiah has a filthy mouth. Here Joshua has a filthy garment. That clearly shows not our good works. It's not. No matter how good you are, when you stand in the presence of God, God who is all holy, you're still glad spotting you. But look at Jesus. The grace of Jesus. The grace of Jesus. The grace of Jesus. Look what he did. Satan always want to find something against you. He say, God, look at your son. Look at your daughter. She's filthy. He's a liar. He is this. God said, no. I will Accomplish and the life of Boris and the life of Prudence and the life of Sister Petra and the life of my life and the life of Michael and the life of Brad Joseph and our life. He finds accusation, little things he finds. But Satan can never confuse the mind of God. God's mind about you is set to us. Satan cannot manipulate God, he can manipulate you, but not God. See what he was trying to do? He's a defeated foe. So now he has no excuse. He cannot challenge Jesus. So he was looking for a justification. And the only justification that he has is sin. That is why God said, don't sin. Because it's the only time Jesus have access when he has sin. And that is the only time God will allow him to do his work. Because why? God has not come here in darkness. And sin is darkness. But because of the shed blood of Jesus and his mercies are new every day and every morning and his love for us is unconditional. He said the righteous will fall seven times will get back up seven times. See what the blood of Jesus has done for us. This is what we call grace. Grace! Then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him saying, Take away the filter garments from him. And to him he says, See, ah, I'm pretty sure they were angels. Because the Bible said, He answered it. Because Satan accused 
Joshua. Yes, the accusation was right. You understand? He was right. But look at what Jesus Christ did. He said, take away. Wow. Take away the filthy garment. He came and took away or sent his angel to take away. Because Joshua couldn't do it by himself. Because if Joshua was able to take away the filthiness of his life, he would have done it before he stood before the holy, uh, 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 Jesus Christ, who's holy. But he couldn't. There are some things in our life. There are some habits. There are some addictions. There are some things that you are we cannot change. The Bible's Isaiah said, can a token change his skin color? That is our sinners. Can a human being live right? That's the question. No! No matter how you try, no! There's still something. We said, take away. Take it away from this man. He didn't say, Joshua, clean yourself up. He didn't say, Joshua, go back on earth. He didn't do that. He didn't say, do yourself. No! Jesus stepped in and cleansed this man. And then look what he said. And he said, see, see, I have removed. He said to Joshua, now my son, see, I have removed your iniquity from you. And I will clothe you with rich robes. Who was put to shame here? Devil. Not Joshua. Not Joshua. Don't allow your sin to condemn you tonight. Don't allow false accusation of the evil one to condemn you tonight. Because we're here by the grace of God. And we're saved by the grace of God. Lord, I'm not, I don't even know how long I've been in faith for me to possess such power. That power is automatic in you. That is the Holy Spirit. That is what the Bible said. Not by mind, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Now let's go to Jesus in the New Testament. Because in the Old Testament, we saw him how he fought for Joshua. We saw him how he told his servant that no opposition will stand before you. No great mountains will stand before you. There's nothing too hard for God. Yes, there are things that are hard for us. We can admit there are situations that are difficult for us. We have tried. We're asking God when are we going to grow from one level to another? When are we going to grow in our ministry? When are we going to grow? When are we going to move to that new dimension? It is possible. It is possible. The Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. When the Lord said, Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. God will never hand you over to Satan. He won't do that. Especially if you're his daughter, if you're his son. He won't do that. He won't hand you over to the wicked one. He said he will deliver you from the wicked one. God desires your victory. God desires your success. God desires your breakthrough. God desires your healing. God wants you to be righteous. 
God desired the good things that you desire for yourself. Because the Bible said every good and perfect gift comes from above. If you ask for fish, it's not going to give you a steak. God is a good God. And the last one, Jesus Christ concluded the Lord's Prayer by saying, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. For yours. You see, there's two things that human we need. We need power, we need glory. We need power, we need glory. But power and glory belongs to God. Yours is the kingdom. God owns this kingdom. So at the end, Jesus wants us to know, to acknowledge that power and glory belongs to God, not to Satan. He wants glory, he won't get it. So that's why we're not going to be afraid of the attacks. That is why we're not going to be afraid of living doubts of oppositions. Because he will get the glory for that. But when you and I act with courage and confidence, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Satan feeds on fear. He feeds on doubts. And God feeds on courage and faith. The Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Remember, he took away the garments of Joshua. The Son of Man, because the Pharisees, the so-called religious people, saying, Jesus, who are you to forgive people's sin? And he said, you know what? He didn't even say the Son of God. He said, the Son of Man, just to know how powerful I am. Just to know my essence. That I have the power not only to heal, I have the power to forgive sins. I have the power. So you know, I will belong to Jesus. And Jesus has forgiven our sins if we confess. That is Jesus giving us power over them. All of them, plural, unclean spirits, not just one, legions, all of them, all types, all authority, all principalities, no exceptions, all of them. That is what Jesus Christ gave us.